Welcome, Bitch Talkers. This is episode 231 of the Bitch Talk Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our website, bitchtalkpodcast.com, at Twitter, at bitchtalkpod. Facebook, it's Bitch Talk Podcast. Instagram, it's one word, Bitch Talk Podcast. And guess what? You can also send us an email, like the old days, uh, at therealbtpod at gmail.com. This is going to be a fun interview with the founder, owner, winemaker, Meg Murray of Nasty Women Wines. She's our new best friend. Yeah, by the she's way. our new best friend. <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah. Duh. Uh, yeah. Off off air, we had a lot of, yeah. or well, we, you, but we're yeah. a team, so it's we. <laughs> we had a lot of connections, like Lost-esque, Lost, if anyone has ever watched Lost, connections with her. Oh. I was thinking of something else, misconnections. I'm all like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Meg Murray created Nasty Women Wines. We're drinking, obviously, Nasty Women Wines right now. It is. We're not blowing smoke up your ass. Seriously, no. yeah. if you are a proud resistor, if you are a wine drinker, if you know Nasty Women, this wine is delicious. It's and fucking good. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I don't. And they're. <laughs> Boy, go ahead. No, but uh, so they're, you know, not only is it great wine, but it's a movement. So uh, I read, I think it was on their website, that they're all about equality and quality. Oh, I love it. It's She's close so smart. Yeah. Here's Meg Murray of Nasty Women Wines. Meg Murray, Nasty Women Wines, how are you? I am good. I am good. Running in million miles a minute. I know you are. Awesome places. Yes, know? yes. Um, so let's get into Nasty Women Wines. Um, I want to let you know, I found out about this from a friend of mine who uh, runs a cafe and a bar in San Francisco. And she told me about your wines. I'm like, what is this? I need <laughs> to follow this woman. I need to follow her on Instagram. And I'm just going to shoot her an email and hope that she says yes to the podcast. So thank you so much for saying yes. And can you tell the audience about Nasty Women Wines? Absolutely. Thank you so much for reaching out. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, Nasty Women Wines. Let me see. Where do I begin? Well, I've been in wine for a long time. Since okay. Like 2003. Um, so this has not been, um, in, you know, outside of my wheelhouse. Um, but on election day, 2016, I decided to trademark it in wine and I thought I would do something fun and celebratory to, you know, celebrate the first U S female president. And I was moving forward that I'd maybe do a couple hundred cases, something cool. And, um, and then the next morning came. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I was pretty devastated. And I was crying and I was on my kitchen floor. And um, mm. my five-year-old daughter came up to me and she rubbed me on the back. And she said, Mommy, it's okay. She goes, how old do I have to be to be president? And <laughs> in that moment, I went from crying to just kind of like, huh? Oh, cool. Like, you didn't ask if you could be president, but but when? And I realized that we've made such progress um, as women, but we still have so far to go. So I decided to get nasty and <laughs> continue forward with the brand. And my goal is to donate 20% of my net profits to help get more women you know, to the table 
in policy and in leadership. And we just need to be there because that's where decisions are made. And if we're not there, decisions are going to be made about us <laughs> and we will have no input on that. And that is not okay. So you're preaching to the choir, honey. (laughs) We do. Yeah, we do talk a lot about that on on Bitch Talk, how it's really important to get more women Mm -hmm. elected and and more women in in positions of power. And I I love this organization that you you donate to. They're called Women in Public Service Project. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about it? How did you pick this organization to be one of your recipients? Well, for me, it was important that I found, you know, I feminism, you know, is a issue that's been around for a long time. When I was looking at doing this, I realized that I didn't want to polarize in terms of, you know, Republican women can be feminists, Democrats can be, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, you know, on the back of my label, I'll just even read it right now, it mm-hmm. says, you know, a nasty woman can be on the left, on the right, or in the middle. A nasty woman is a leader and a fighter. She's a strong, powerful believer in equality for everyone, regardless of race, class, gender, creed, and sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. If these are your ideals, you're a nasty woman. (laughs) So in terms of where I wanted to put profits, I wanted to make sure that it was something that was nonpartisan Mm -hmm. and global. So when I started going down that rabbit hole, I um, was looking at a bunch of different nonprofits and I ran across the Women in Public Service Project. And what they're speaking of is about accelerating, you know, women in public leadership roles and public service roles and doing so on a global level. And it didn't, you know, matter what their partisan (laughs) politics were. So that just really fit. And I reached out to the executive director and um, her and I spoke and it just, it really fit what I was looking for. And that's not to say that that's the only nonprofit I will be donating to. Mm -hmm. I definitely believe that there are other barriers within, you know, gender parity um, that are nonpartisan and global, you know, such as women's health care and education, as well as um, just childcare. I mean, there's just, layers of things that we tend to carry a little bit more of the burden on. Um, I This is Aaron Meg. Uh, I wanted to Hi. ask you, uh, kind of going back to the start of Nasty Women Wines. So this was mm-hmm. supposed to be a ce- celebratory wine. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> I, I read an article, I don't know if it was before or after the election that you went out to your Facebook friends and was like, I really want to do this. How do I mm-hmm. do this? Can you talk a little bit more about that and how you're social network and and friends and community helped you uh, get this launched? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, you know, it was 2016 and people are connected. And (laughs) so when I picked myself off of the floor and and said, I'm just going to do this, I put it out there on my Facebook page and I said, you know, hey, I want to do this. What do you guys think? And I had numerous people saying, absolutely, you should do this. I can help with this. What do you need with this? I had a very talented um, wine label designer named Andrea LaRue. She owns Nectar Graphics here in McMinnville, Oregon. And she said, I want to design that label. And, you know, well, that's a huge heavy lift. That's like, yes, please take that ball and run with it. <laughs> and, she, and she did. And she did in such a, an amazing way. Um, within two days, we had the label designed. She had given me a couple options, different things. And um, one of them that stood out was this 
this woman kind of holding this chicken, kind of owning it in her stance. And it's actually a picture of her daughter. And her daughter's name is Bronte. And so if anyone's tried to create something so quickly, there's certain checklists that need to be dealt with, such as can you get the um, the model's approval to use their image? Mm-hmm. Can you get the photographer's approval? In fact, the photographer is a very talented photographer named Carolyn Wells Kramer. She's a friend of mine. She said, absolutely, you can use my, my image. And, you know, then I had the designer. So it all just kind of lined up. So, yes, by putting it out there in social media, a lot of people stepped up to the plate. We got the label design and then within wine, because it's, you know, there's so much compliance behind it, I had to then, you know, get it run through the federal government, get approval on that. And then, um, you know, just to save money, I um, chose to do this same woman on my label to start. And then what I plan to do is as I have different bottlings and different things coming out, have different women on the label and different stories to tell about them. So, um, yeah, within two days, see label design from the outreach on Facebook. Um, I then had a splash page up within a week and, you know, people helping with some copy and then immediately launching into a social media campaign. So I didn't really have wine (laughs) in bottle yeah, wine was not in bottle until the end of February 2017. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. That's some serious manifesting you did. <laughs> yeah. And it all was sparked by your little five-year-old daughter. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, you put it out there, right? Just like you said, you know, I'm just going to reach out to this woman and see if she wants to yep. you know, be on my podcast. That's like, right. You right. You got to put it out to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't ask, you don't know. Yeah. Well, if you don't ask for it, it won't give it to you. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah. well, uh, you actually have a background in politics. You studied international studies in poli-sci. You worked for a former U.S. congresswoman and for the Senate Democratic Leadership Fund of Oregon. So uh, I guess what my question is, is working in politics what drove you to want to work in wine <laughs> and drink more <laughs> yeah, wine at yeah. that? Because I feel like that would be yeah, my natural drove progression. Drink. <laughs> drove her to drink. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> drove me to drink. Um, yeah, so out of college, I worked at the World Affairs Council of Oregon and was really interested in world affairs and then got an opportunity to work with a U.S. congresswoman and doing some finance directing, a.k.a. fundraising, and, um, you know, did some of that in my early 20s and then was looking for, you know, as campaigns end, you're always looking for the next thing. So then I was looking for the next thing and I discovered wine brokering and and learned about that and just really fell in love with wine and I thought well my degree is in international studies I mean it's an international product so <laughs> the reach wasn't too far <laughs> I convinced myself it all made sense so it is kind of interesting how I started in politics went into wine and now this is a combination of the two right yeah it's a great combination <laughs> I'm- I'm sorry. I'm reading a bunch of stuff about women and wine up in the Willamette Valley. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was up there last year and I'm totally spacing on. Um, there's a, a winery that my boyfriend and I went to and just spent the whole afternoon at. And it was a women owned winery. And I'm blanking, but I'm sure you know who they are. Um, but I wanted to ask you about your wine. And then what do you hope the wine brand um, will do beyond just sell very well? Is there is there other kind of brands are thinking of from nasty women? Are you thinking any way around that yet? Or are you just like wine, wine, wine right now? Um, wine, wine, wine. <laughs> um, 
So let's see. Yeah. What was the question again? Well, is there uh, is there more to nasty women than the wine? Are you thinking beyond that yet? Oh, or are yeah. you just, just getting that wine off the ground? Um, well, I mean, I'm really trying to manage multiple kind of streams happening right now because mm-hmm. there's definitely the product and the product planning. And I want to make sure that the wine is really good mm-hmm. because, um, you know, this brand could potentially be perceived as kitschy to start Mm -hmm. and you know Mm -hmm. if someone sees it on the shelf or you know is attracted to it for whatever reason and they decide to bring it home and grab it and and enjoy it I want them to kind of take note and be like wow this is really good Mm -hmm. and and be excited about that so um for me you know it's about making sure that the product is always over delivering because I think as women we have to so then (laughs) the other thing (laughs) on top of that is definitely you know wow running in parallel with the product and the product planning, trying to make sure I've got the sales channels. So then it's trying to get, you know, distribution partners, which can be very challenging in wine, let alone having a statement brand like I do. Mm -hmm. And then being at events that have, you know, women there that would resonate, this brand would resonate with and, um, you know, that, and then running a couple other businesses as well. (laughs) So you're not busy. No, not at all, but it's exciting. Are you getting more of a positive um, feedback about the wine or negative or both? I mean, how how is it going out there? It's interesting. I get a lot of really wonderful positive feedback, you know, such as y'all. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's cool. I have gotten hate mail. So, Mm, of course, that's interesting. I'm sure. Email and a hate mail and. I just kind of shrugged that off as like, oh, I'm doing something, right? You know? Right. <laughs> like the fact that it was a postmark from Florida, it's like, oh, you took the time to write this out. <laughs> wow. You try to find like an old employer that you could send this to me so then it could get to me. Wow. Like, wow. Oh, you must be bored. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, but for me, it's like, you know, this brand isn't going to be for everybody. And I've had, you know, People say, well, why don't you kind of lead your, your names of your wine brand? You know, your wines are so good, like Pantsuit Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. Progress Pink, <laughs> Pave the Way Chardonnay, Boss Lady Bubbles. I mean, like all of these are empowering things. Like, why don't you lead with that? And, you know, I could, but it also I don't, you know, Nasty Woman is a movement that's beyond mm-hmm. just me. It's beyond this brand. And it's a tsunami happening right now. And there, I don't, I don't need to make everybody feel comfortable with this. Right. And like unapologetic. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I also love how uh, on your website, I think it'd be worth it. Anybody who's listening, go on the Nasty Woman website, nastywomanwines.com. And uh, you have a section called Nasty Talk, where you do interviews yeah. with <laughs> badass women and men, because men are nasty, too. Yeah, it's yes. a beautiful thing. It can be, yeah. And you also have these really great recipes for dishes that would go perfect, pair perfectly with specific wines. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, I saw there was information on DACA. And I, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that uh, you, you talk about it being a movement. But also the, the quality of the wine is just as important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. I hope you're enjoying it. You've got some other bottles there to crack open. I know. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a long afternoon <laughs> <laughs> in San Francisco. Um, so, <laughs> since you have a background in politics and you are making a statement with your wine and branding, are you even thinking about running for any kind of office in Oregon, Meg? 
Oh, no. <laughs> you know no, better? No, no, no. <laughs> I know better. I mean, I'm a strong supporter of, you know, progressive um, women and would love to, to see more of them um, elected. So happy to help. But I'm, you know, I'm going to focus on doing it through through what I know best. And that happens to be wine. So. And I want to ask you, I know I put this in the email yesterday, Mm -hmm. but just um, in terms of talking about politics with your daughter, I mean, this sort of Mm -hmm. was a conversation. It was a conversation with your daughter right after the election. Are you having more conversations with her about politics? Does she ask questions? Is she proud of her mom and her nasty woman-ness? I think she loves the fact that I talk about her, too. Okay. You know, we mentioned that, you know, what she asked and what she said and, um, so for us, when the because my husband is a strong feminist as well, um, during the election, we didn't talk about the gender of the candidates, not because we didn't acknowledge or understand the significance of um, having a woman run for the highest office in, in the U.S., but um, we I think when we stop having that be the focus of conversation, we've really made progress. And so I think that that was mirrored in how our daughter, Matilda, what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do talk to her about being a feminist. She has a little feminist shirt she wears <laughs> and, um, you know, about being a strong woman and um, speaking her, her truth. Um, so that's that's the politics that a, a five-year-old should just turn six um, last week. So a six-year-old oh, can handle. But, happy yeah. birthday, Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I wanted okay. to ask what Sorry. what are what are your what are your favorites uh, what what are your favorite uh, wines that you have on the list right now? Because this this Pinot is I mean, going down real I, smooth. I might I may have to buy yeah. more for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Stock up. She's really stunning. Thank you. She is. Um, it's just it's yeah so good. Well, it's being really in easy. Oregon, mm-hmm. I mean, we make such great Pinot Noir yes. here. So I'm I'm very proud of the Pantu Pinot and. Um, you know, I think I tell people too. Sometimes I'm like, blind taste it on on some of your wine loving, you know, friends, mm-hmm. and um, and it goes over really well. I love all my wines. I mean, you know, I, I there's different dishes that I have that I want different things. I think a real fun one um, is my Boss Lady Bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's made with Riesling and just a Ooh. touch of Muscat. Okay. But so on the nose, it's like really floral and, and kind of juicy, but um, it's a very dry palate. So I mm. consider that kind of a brunchy type of wine. So that's that's a fun one to pull out. And she wears a crown. She has a crown cap. Oh, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, I love them all. But I would say probably my pantsuit is I'm really fond of that one. All right, we picked the right one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm, we have more to come. Yeah, but. there are still more <laughs> bottles uh, in the box. Have you had any contact uh, with Hillary Clinton, or has, have they reached out to you at all? Or oh, great question. Oh. I actually took me a while. I um, was looking to get her address, and not just like a fluff address. Like, first of all, it's wine, so right. it can't be sent to a PO box. It has to be sent to someone that can sign for it. That's over twenty-one. So that was one hurdle. And I wasn't going to just send it to a foundation. I really wanted to make sure it got to her. So I navigated that world Mm -hmm. um, and got 
uh, the contact to, you know, her personal assistant that receives her personal information, oh. you know, her personal mail. Okay. And I just sent her a case of wine two weeks ago. <gasps> wow. Um, okay. Yeah, I wanted to wait till my Pave the Way Chardonnay was in bottle because oh, okay. I heard that she enjoys Chardonnay and I think that was a pretty fitting wine for her. So I just sent it to her. I have yet to hear back. I did um, receive confirmation that it was delivered. So okay. We'll see. Yeah, no, we'll be following. To All see right, what that'll be say. our part two then. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have you back <laughs> to get the response. Are you sending any to Michelle Obama as well? That's the other question. That's my follow up question. <laughs> I hear she enjoys wine as well, so I would love to. Oh, yeah. good. So good. if anyone out there has has a good contact for her, I'd be happy to send her a few bottles. Yeah, we'll call Barack. I think we all need to stay high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, call I think we all we all need to stay hydrated through all of this. So. Uh, I mean, t- I mean, today's sort of a good day in terms of. <laughs> Whatever's going yeah. on in D.C. Things are moving. Things are moving, mm. but who the hell knows what tomorrow will bring. But what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean Because it's still Hillary's fault, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, Meg, course. since the holidays are coming up, where can people find your wines? When they when mm-hmm. should they have them shipped by for gifts? Mm-hmm. Tell us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I think that Nasty Woman Wines is a great thing to accompany your Thanksgiving table. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wonderful to pour for that misogynist uncle of yours <laughs> and really satisfying. Before he sees um, the bottle. Just, yeah, oh, just yeah, pour uncle, it. How do you like yeah. that wine? <laughs> exactly. Um, so for Thanksgiving, I would say order online, nastywomanwines.com. And, um, you know, place the order the sooner the better. And for us to get it to you in time, um, the order would need to be placed the week of November 13th for okay. Thanksgiving. That's coming And up. then for Christmas or other holidays in December, you know, the earlier the better. We start to kind of get on tight time frames um, once it hits, you know, December 19th, 18th, 19th. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you can always expedite shipping, but shipping can just be expensive. <laughs> right. right. So, no, yeah. This well, but is the wines, <laughs> but I do have to say that the wines are really well priced mm-hmm. for what you're getting. Thank this you. Pinot alone is, is, it's a little low, Meg. I'm saying you could raise it a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I let's get more money for these organizations, okay? And for Meg. <laughs> Thank you. And for Meg. Yeah. I mean, this it. is, yeah, this is so good. Uh, but a little birdie told me that uh, when you're not drinking your incredible wine, you're a whiskey drinker? I do. Oh. I do oh. Like well, here at Bitch Talk, whiskey is our best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, what, what is your go-to whiskey? We'll have it waiting for you when you, when you come visit us. Um, there's Pendleton. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Duly noted. Meg, seriously, when you come to San Francisco for whatever wine tasting, whatever, or, yeah, you should come through and sit in the studio, and we'll we'll hang. I love it. I love it. We can get nasty. <laughs> yeah, we get nasty. Don't you worry. Born nasty. We don't know any other way. <laughs> well, Meg Murray, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're like on the phone with Germany and so many other. <laughs> People and distributors, it's like it's it's kind of mind blowing. But thank you for making this wine; it's delicious, and thank you for creating this movement. It's great. Thank you for your work. Well, thank you so much for having me, and and stay nasty, ladies. Oh yeah, (laughs) we'll keep bitching. There's plenty to bitch about. And Matilda, bring Matilda. She sounds amazing. Yeah, she should wear her shirt when she comes in here. (laughs) Feminist shirt. She's a fierce. Awesome. She's fierce. Well, thank you so much, and uh, cheers. We'll talk soon. 
That was Meg Murray of Nasty Woman Wines. How much do you guys love her? <laughs> I hope you love her as much as we do. I hope you buy this wine for your holiday table or just, you know, for your Friday night or Saturday night or Sunday mornings. I love the idea of fucking with your uncle who <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be super offended by it. But that might not be a good idea. I didn't think about that. Dinner. I was like, oh, I might bring this to my Thanksgiving meal. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go to nastywomenwines.com and order yourself some wine. Give them as a gift. Join their wine club. They have a wine club. Yeah. Go, go visit Meg like we are <laughs> up in Oregon. Whether she likes it or not. Right. Um, but yeah, order this wine. We love it. Uh, we are drinking the Pantsuit Pinot. Um, but we have like a whole box of wine. So uh, maybe. So per, we got to go. I guess. Yeah. Per <laughs> episode, we're just going to keep drinking and drinking and drinking. So anyways, hope you enjoyed episode 231 of the Bitch Talk podcast. Bitch, please.